from that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 4, verse number 17, for the King James Version. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hallelujah. This pastor Edu coming away this morning with the word of God. I've started today's sermon as the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven. The preaching about the kingdom of heaven was characterized in the beginning of the ministry of both John the Baptist and Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In the book of Matthew, let's turn our Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 3, verse numbers 1 to 2. I read from the King James Version of the Scriptures. In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And in the book of Matthew chapter 4, verse number 17, let's see the remarks made by Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 4, verse number 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Coincidentally, that is today's sermon text. Matthew chapter 4, verse number 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ in his ministry and John the Baptist also in his ministry began by saying that repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Some of the Bible had a rendition as repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is near. Hallelujah. The preaching about the kingdom of heaven was necessary because that is the sovereign rule of the Lord. Any person who wants to enter must first repent. Hallelujah. Now, the word kingdom is from the Greek word basilia. Basilia, meaning royalty, rule, or realm. The word kingdom is from the Greek word basilia, meaning royalty, rule, or realm. The kingdom in some contexts in the scripture may refer to the church, but not, not all kingdom in the scripture is referring to the church. Let's turn our Bibles to Acts chapter 1, verse number 6, in, as, as, as a scenario. Acts chapter 1, verse number 6, from the King James. When they therefore were come together, they asked him, they asked of him, saying, Lord, Will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? So that word kingdom there in that context is not referring to the church. It's referring to the sovereign rule of the Lord. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 1 verse number 6. When they therefore came, sorry, when they therefore were come together, they asked of him saying, Lord, will Doubt at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel. It's a question that the disciples asked Christ immediately after his resurrection. Hallelujah. From that time, just began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven 
is at hand or the kingdom of heaven is near. Hallelujah. Now, why did John the Baptist and Jesus Christ respectfully preach about the kingdom? Why did they do that in their ministry? Is it because they have nothing to preach? <laughs> why preach about the kingdom? Let's consider something. Some of the reasons why preach about the kingdom. The time is near. Mind that 3 verse number 2 as our foundation text. And saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. If I cry, the sovereign ruler was coming, hence the need for the preaching about the kingdom. Christ, the sovereign ruler, was coming or has come, hence the need to preach about the kingdom. So, one of the reasons why the kingdom was preached by John Baptist and Jesus Christ was that the time is near. The time is near. Another reason why I preach about the kingdom is that to know who we are in Christ. If we know who we are in Christ, the preaching about the kingdom will be very significant to us. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. Colossians chapter 1 verse number 13. Who have delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of of his dear son. Hallelujah. If we know who we are in Christ, the kingdom, the preaching of the kingdom will be very significant to us. In the book of Colossians 1 verse number 13, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Hallelujah. Another reason why he preached about the kingdom is that to walk worthy of God. Our walking before God must be worthy. In 1 Thessalonians 2, verse number 12, 1 Thessalonians 2, verse number 12, that ye would walk worthy of God who have called you unto his kingdom and glory. Hallelujah. God has called us unto his kingdom and glory. What you and I should do or must do is to walk worthy of God. Hallelujah. Another reason why the kingdom was preached or should be the kingdom is that so that we be counted worthy in his kingdom. And in fact, we must make an impact in the kingdom of God. We must make an impact in the sovereignty of God. We must make an impact in the Lord's church. 2 Thessalonians 1, verse 5. 2 Thessalonians 1, verse 5. From the King James. Which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for ye, for which ye also suffer. Hallelujah. 2 Thessalonians 1, verse number 5. From the King James. Which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that ye that ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which ye also suffer. Hallelujah. Another reason why the kingdom was preached, or we must preach the kingdom, is God will deliver us from the evil one. God will deliver you and I 
from the evil one. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 18. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 18. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. What a word. 2 Timothy 4, verse number 18. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. So the reason why John the Baptist and Jesus Christ preached about the kingdom was that the time is near. Matthew 3 verse number 2 and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Christ, the sovereign ruler, was coming, hence the need for preaching about the kingdom. Another reason why the kingdom was preached about the kingdom was preached was that to know who you are in Christ. In the book of Colossians 1, verse number 13, who have delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Another reason why we preach about the kingdom is that to walk worthy of God. In 1 Thessalonians 2, verse number 12, that ye will walk worthy of God who hath called you unto his kingdom and glory. And the reason why Peter by the kingdom is that to be counted worthy of the kingdom. 2 Thessalonians 1, verse number 5, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which ye also suffer. The last one, the reason why Jesus Christ became the kingdom and John Baptist became the kingdom was that God will deliver us from the evil one. 2 Timothy 4, verse number 18. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, let's see some of the requirements to the kingdom. If we want to go into the kingdom, Let's some of the requirement. Repent thee, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand or near. There are some requirements for you and I to fulfill in order to enter into the kingdom. One of the requirements is righteousness. Righteousness from the Greek word is dikaiosuni. Dikaiosuni, righteousness. In the book of Romans chapter 14, verse number 17. Romans 14, 17. Paul make a great distinction there. He, he, he make a remark. There was confusion about the worship of God. And Paul make it clear about what to eat, what not to eat, and what to drink, what not to drink. But Paul make it clear in Romans 40, verse 17, that for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. In the King James. Romans 14, verse number 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, the kaiosuni, and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. One of the requirements for you and I to enter into the kingdom of God is righteousness. And not what to eat and what not to drink. Hallelujah. Paul made it clear to us in Corinth. 
one of the requirements to the kingdom. That was the power of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 20 for the King James. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Hallelujah. The power of the Lord, the power of God, is what the sovereign God is ruling in his kingdom. He's ruling in power and not in mere words. He's ruling in power. First Corinthians 4, verse number 20. One of the requirements for the kingdom is that the power of God. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Hallelujah. Another requirement for the kingdom is to, to receive grace to serve God. To receive grace and to serve God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 28. The writer make it clear. Wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Hallelujah. One of the requirements to the kingdom. Wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Do you have godly fear? Do you serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear? This is one of the requirements to enter into the kingdom. Hallelujah. Another requirement to enter into the kingdom is that God used the poor in this world for the rich in faith. If they're poor in this world, for the rich in faith. Let's take our Bible to James chapter 2, verse 5. James chapter 2, verse number 5. How can my beloved brethren hath not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom, which he hath promised to them that love him? It's a question that James was asking. James chapter 2, verse number 5. How can my beloved brethren have not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith, and heads of the kingdom, which, have, which he hath promised to them that love him? One of the requirements. Hallelujah. It's a promise that God has promised us, his kingdom. He has chosen us, the poor of this world, but rich in faith. To be heads in the kingdom. Which he have promised. To them that love him. Hallelujah. And a requirement. For entering into the kingdom. Is that the flesh cannot inherit the kingdom. Flesh. And that word flesh used there. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5. 15 verse 50. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse number 50. Now this I say brethren that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doeth corruption inherit incorruption. Hallelujah. So flesh, anything that is worldly, materialistic, cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doeth corruption inherit incorruption. Anything that is corrupt, spoiled, damaged, cannot inherit in corruption. One of the requirements is that we need to do away 
with worldly and materialistic things and cling to God in order to inherit the kingdom. So the requirement to the kingdom, one is righteousness, Romans chapter 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Another requirement to the kingdom is the power of God in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 20. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but power. Another requirement is grace to serve God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28. Wherefore we receive in the kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Another requirement for the kingdom, to the kingdom, sorry, is that James chapter 2, verse number 5. Hacking my beloved brethren, had not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he had promised to them that love him? Hallelujah is a question. The last requirement to the kingdom is that flesh cannot inherit the kingdom if we are living materialistic life. If we are living in the flesh, we cannot inherit the kingdom. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20. 1 Corinthians 15, 20. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither the word corruption inherit incorruption. Hallelujah. Now, there are certain things that we do as Christians that keep us out of the kingdom of God. Certain things that we do that push us from the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. For that, for, from that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Certain things we do as Christians, consciously or unconsciously, that keep us out of the kingdom of God. I'd like us to go to one or two of them. The first one I want to consider is sin. Of course, sin, hamathia. Sin is what keeps us out from the kingdom of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9, Paul enumerated some things that when we do, we will not inherit the kingdom of God. Let's turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulteresses, nor infamate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. Hallelujah. I like the way the next Bible render First Corinthians 6, verse number 9. It's more contemporary. From the next Bible, 1 Corinthians 6, verse number 9. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. The sexually immoral, idolaters, idolatresses, passive homosexual partners, practicing homosexuals, such people will not inherit. So these things put us out of the kingdom 
of God. Sometimes I marvel when people claim to be in the lost church. They've seen the truth. They're in the lost church. But <laughs> they practice things that keeps them out from the church. Hallelujah. Another thing that keeps us out from the kingdom is envy or enviness. Let's turn our to the book of Galatians chapter 25 verse 21. Galatians 5 21. Envies, murders, drunkenness, rivalries, and such like of the which I tell you before as I have also told you in the past that they who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom. People are in the Lord's church. They say they are in the Lord's church. They profess that they are in the Lord's church. They are saved. But they envy one another. They are drunkards. They are murderers. I'm sorry to tell you that. If you're in that situation, you are out of the kingdom. Of God. Hallelujah. Another way that keeps us out of the kingdom of God is uncleanliness. Uncleanliness. Let's now go to the book of Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 5. For this, for this ye know that no who monger, who monger, no unclean person, no covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Hallelujah. So you profess that you are in the Lord's church. You are in the kingdom. But you are covetous. You hate your fellow man. You are envious of your brother or sister. This will eventually kick you out out from the Lord's church, from his kingdom. So sin kicks us out of the kingdom. Envies take us out of the kingdom. Uncleanliness takes us out from the kingdom. May God give us the heart that will propel us to pursue things that will keep us in his kingdom, in his sovereign rule, in his sovereign rule, in his church. Hallelujah. Let's repent from any form of sin to enable you and I to hear the kingdom of heaven. The need of it is stated in the ministry and the preaching of the Baptist in Jesus Christ. Because it's very significant. That was why Jesus Christ preached about it in his ministry. And John the Baptist also did the same thing in his ministry. It's very significant to stay away from things that will keep us out of the kingdom and pursue things that will keep us in this kingdom. Let's go back to our foundation text as a way of our concluding remarks this morning. From that, from that time, he just began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 4 verse number 17 from the King James. This podcast can be heard on the following social media platforms. Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Overcast, Google Podcasts, 
Anchor, Breaker, Public Radio, and Spotify for those who are Spotify in the country origin. This Pastor Edo coming away this morning with this podcast. Stay blessed. Amen.